And never criticize people who have more than you, who are more influential than you. You never arrive where they are. You never attract what you don't respect or what you dishonor. You dishonor your mother, you will never become a mother. You, honor, you dishonor your father, you will never become a father. You see, it's a law. Listen to uh, Proverbs 20, 20. If one curses, when you see some way, the way some people speak to their mothers, <laughs> they are digging their grave. Listen. If one curses his father or mother. Listen, Proverbs 20, 20. If a man curses his father or mother, his lamp will be put out in utter darkness. That means he will be extinct like dinosaurs. Any man, anyone who curses or speaks evil of authority figures or fathers or mothers, he said his lamp will be put out in obscurity and in utter darkness. May it not happen to us, oh. I said, may it not happen to us. I said, may it not happen to us. So, speak well of them. That is part two. That's what brought me to this thing I'm just talking about. Another way we can honor our parents is to speak well of them. To refuse to speak evil of your parents. We live at a time, you see, <laughs> you see, I learn lessons through life and I discover I am young, I will be old. When I speak against the old, I will be old one day. Everything I do against old people, I will be old one day. I'm setting up a foundation for retired pastors and for grandmothers to sow into people's grandmothers' lives. That's from me, not from church. Once you're over 70, I'm going to put money aside to give to grandmothers, grandfathers, retired pastors, not from church funds, me, my foundation. To make them live long. Can you imagine when I'm giving to retired pastors and they are not doing anything? What their prayers will be focused towards? Towards me. They will be praying for me to live long. You see, life is about additions. You want to live long. Don't speak against people who are older than you. Speak well of them. Speak well of your pastors. Speak well of bishops. Speak well of your father. Speak well of your... Whether he's a terrorist or whatever it is. Some people say, my mother is a witch. She didn't use a witchcraft to kill you. At least she preserved you. She killed others. May the Lord have mercy on her. But she preserved you. Your amen is gone. Yeah. My pastor Matthew was saying this morning. Some of you talk by heart after you have eaten pizza. And you say it's a prophecy. You see something in your dream. You say it's spiritual. Meanwhile, it was from the pizza that you ate yesterday. The night before. <laughs> then you are talking. No, 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 don't do it. Look, they say the chair that the prince and the lady sat on is now out of soap, out of what? Out of stock. They are buying the chair that they sat on. Who is buying your chair? Then we are talking. Somebody said yesterday, the blacks have, the people, the Western world are not focusing too much on the interview. But it's the black people who have made that the subject. Meanwhile, they don't have, they don't have anything. And nobody's watching them. You see, we've got better things to do with our lives. So, I say that to say, <laughs> everyone watching, don't join people who are wasting their, own, their time. And don't speak against authority figure. You'll be old one of these days. Shout amen. As you are aware, I'm now a pensioner. Yeah, they sent me the letter, Gabby. They sent me that I'm now a pensioner from my previous employment, not ministry. And they told me the amount they will give me per month to live on. 
If I tell you the amount, they say I will live on per month. No, I won't say it. <laughs> if I had not gotten to know my purpose and focus on my purpose and not discussing others, that figure is what I'll be living on and maybe calling you once in a while to say, oh boy. The royal family has got assets. Assets. You, what do you have? Black folk, please don't join people who, who are wasting their time. Don't, don't do it. We live at a time, listen, when it is considered noble to air our grievances on social media and everywhere. Everybody feels it's free. It's their entitlement to air their grievances. When it's considered therapeutic to air our dirty laundry in public, we think little of telling the world exactly what we think of our governors, our bosses, our parents, royal family, prime minister, pastors, churches, our chief executive officers. Yet the Bible warns us that we owe honor and respect to all authorities that God has placed over us. Yesterday after I was teaching those things, some people put on the platform, I repent, I repent, I repent, I repent. Don't put your mouth there. There are certain things that are weightier than us. Let's not put our mouth in it. Christians need to understand these things. I have learned over the years that until I've been able to achieve certain things that some people have achieved, I shouldn't speak against them. And by the time I achieve what they've achieved, I'll discover that it was not an easy road, so I will not even think of criticizing them. You never criticize somebody who you have never arrived at where they have arrived at. Amen. It warns us that our words. It's Mother's Day. Your mother, listen. Mothers don't always speak. When your name crosses your mother's mind or your father's mind, she's either thinking something uh, nice about you or, or regrets. It warns us that our words have the power to extend honor or dishonor. Our words have power to extend honor or dishonor. We cannot miss that in the Old Testament. The penalty for cursing parents is the same as the penalty for assaulting them. Listen to this. The penalty for cursing parents and speaking against parents is the same as the penalty for assaulting them. And when I read those kind of things, I become very watchful and very careful. So, Christians... Speak well of your parents. Refuse to speak evil of them. We speak well. We must speak well of our parents. We need to speak well of them while they are alive and speak well of them after they have died. To speak well of them to our siblings, to our spouses, to our children. We need to speak well of them to our churches, our communities, modeling a countercultural kind of honor and respect that has long since been missing in many countries. Unfortunately, in our community, we celebrate the dead more than the living. They are painting the walls white and bringing all kinds of, thank God, I was going to say thank God for COVID, that you don't have to do a lot of funeral. I mean, you don't have to spend too much. There are few people. But we'll spend, you won't give something to somebody. You won't add to them who have added to you whilst they are alive. We'll wait till they are dead. Then we want to spend money. The person is not there to see your mother who is alive, your father who is alive, your grandmother who is alive, your grandparents who are alive. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Mother's Day, could you do something? 
that you have never done before. Put a smile on that man's face. Put a smile on that woman's face. Your amen has gone as if you are, are you guilty or you are just listening? We need to, sp and listen, 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 listen. Listen, can I use your family please for, as an example or any family? If, okay, if I speak evil of my parents, what should my children do about me? Uh-huh. That's what they saw. But you won't like it. You won't give to your parents. You are living in London. Your, your parents are living. You, some of us, some people, on, some people don't even know where their parents are, where they live. They are living in a hut or a thatched house or something. When we must do something, but build them something. Make their lives better in their latter days. My wife called my mother-in-law, her mother, and said, this is what we did and this is what we did. And she started releasing tongues. Vibrant tongues. That is what we should hear from our parents. You will hear that in Jesus' name. Number three, esteem them highly, publicly and privately. When you are dealing with your parents, esteem them privately. Esteem them, lift them high, publicly and privately. A third way to show honor to your parents is to give them esteem both privately and publicly. In a powerful sermon on the fifth commandment, Tim Keller encourages children to respect their parents, need to see themselves in you. Parents long to see how they have impacted their children, how their children are a reflection of their strengths and their values. You don't realize how important it is to give them credit where you can. You don't realize how critical it is just to say, you know, everything I really ever learned about saving money, I learned it from you. These things are things your parents want to hear. The things that who I became, thank God I learned it from you. Some people, like the person who said to me, uh, <laughs> I said, oh, I heard you had an interview and I prayed for you to get a job. The person looked at me and said, no, it was not your prayer that got me the job. No, it's not your prayer. <laughs> I'm laughing about it. I'm not beat about it. My point is, there are some people who don't want to give their parents credit for who they have become. You don't realize how critical it is just to say, you know, everything I really ever learned, I learned it from you. To say, you know, dad or mom, that was one of the things you always taught us that I really, really appreciate. Listen, let them hear these things from your mouth. Let them hear you say it. We can give such esteem privately in one-on-one -on -one conversation or we can also do this publicly. Perhaps through speeches or sermons or even conversations around the holiday feasts. Dennis Rainey goes so far as to say to call children to write a formal tribute and even read it to your parents. That's the extreme. But my point is, say it. Say something. Let's close. Seek the wisdom of your parents. Seek their wisdom. <laughs> Look, leaders are ladders that others climb to get to the, the top. The wisdom of your parents prevents you from going through the mistakes that they went through. We honor our parents. So, number four, seek their wisdom. Seek their wisdom. Pursue it. We honor our parents when we seek their wisdom. Look, lift up your head. I call... All the who are and noise and uh, all that. I love the way the queen addressed the issue. 
is a case for our family. Shut up. In other words, all of you, shut up. It's between our what? Family. That's it. So speak again. Let me hear you. It's between us. That's it. All your noise. You want to sell papers. You want to sell. You want to make news. It's between our family. CJJ, jump. Come on. Talk now. That's wisdom. Seek the wisdom of the queen. This woman has been advising how many prime ministers since Winston Churchill? <laughs> like I said, I've got a lot to say. I'll, I'm going to create my own show to deal with this issue. It's my platform online. And I'm bringing you and Pastor J. Yes, to deal, freedom of speech. We need to yeah, out yeah, deal with it properly. Yeah, you see, amen. We honor our parents. Walk around life with your eyes open. You must deal with, you must be relevant in society and help people to think properly and behave properly so they don't die early. We honor our parents when we seek their wisdom through life's twists and turns. The Bible, cons for my son to want to buy a house now and not consult me before he buys a house is detrimental to him. He will never do that because this man has bought four houses, lost two, and kept one. So my point is, if somebody has wisdom, why wouldn't you tap into their wisdom in order not to repeat their mistakes? So seek the wisdom of your parents. <laughs> now, there are some people who say, Pastor, you don't know who my parents are. <laughs> you have no idea who they are. It doesn't matter. The Bible constantly associates youth with folly and age with wisdom. And tells us that those who have lived longer lives have generally accumulated greater wisdom. That's not to say that everybody who's grown up is wise. We do well then to lean on them for understanding, to see their input when we are faced with major decisions in life. In some cultures, that is expected, and in some, it is astute. Let's finish. Number five, support them. Support your parents. We can also honor our parents by supporting them. Now, we are not talking about financial support. Other forms of love and care. Now, listen to this as I close. I think of David at a particular low point in his life, weighed down by the cares and attacks by the enemies. In this context, he cried out to God. Listen to David's prayer in old age. He said, do not cast me off in a time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. David feared the combination of age and isolation of being old and alone. So too do our elderly parents. Our parents, my children, our children have left home. They are doing very well on their own. So it's Mama B and I. So if we were fighting before now, by now the house is down. Now, it's just the two of us at home in our middle age and our old age. And some things, when it says, at a time when millions of elderly adults are living alone, See how I was watching this program on TV. This old man, when Boris, Uncle Boris lifted up this thing, where some people were able to go and see their parents, see the joy on the face of these elderly people. 
There are many elderly people, especially in the lockdown, where they couldn't, maybe even their wife passed away, they couldn't be there to go there. You see, all these things. Listen, your parents, your grandparents, support them emotionally, physically. Call them, text them. Do FaceTime, Zoom. With your parents. At a time when millions of elderly adults are living alone, consigned to nursing homes, hospitals, hospices, cared for by professionals rather than family members, is being cared for by professionals is not the same as being cared for by your own biological children. Your clapping has gone. It's not the same. Nurses are very caring and very professional in what they do, but it's not the same as your own biological children being there for you. You should see us when we have an opportunity and our grandchildren are given opportunity by Uncle Boris and they come around, how excited we become. 60, 54 year old and our grandchildren come around. If even I'm angry with my wife, he's gone. She's forgiven in advance. Grandchildren have come around. Children have come around. Michael has come around. Kezia has come around. We call Kezia and say, thank you for coming. Glory to thank you. And that's a man of faith. Oh. That's me, a man of faith. When was the last time you called your parents? Today, I hope you've already called them and texted them. Send them happy Mother's Day. Design your own design. Send it to them. Send them. Call the hospice. Call the hospital. Call the care home. Do you know what it feels like when you've moved, you've been moved from your home, your real home, into a retirement home or a care home to be cared for by powerful, sincere carers? And you can only see your children maybe once in a while. Some of them don't even visit you at all. Mother's Day. Mothers sacrifice a lot. Let's make their day a great one. Am I hearing your amen? I close. Kent Hughes says that even if parents have no financial needs, there is still a Christian obligation for hands-on, loving care. So it's not all about finances. You don't have finances, call, text, care, send a bouquet of flowers, do something. Nurses may be employed, but there must be more. The care cannot be done by proxy. Emotional neglect and abandonment is not an option for such conduct is worse than an unbeliever. Then finally, provide for them financially and materially. Provide for them. Provide for them. We can honor our parents by providing for them financially. In 1 Timothy 5, it says, Those who do not take care of them that belong to their own family are worse than infidels. You don't have to start with 1,000 pounds. Start where you are. That's the mistake that's time. We want to wait till we have a lot. No. Where you are. As he provides instruction, he gives two important principles. Children are to make some return to their parents. And Christians who will not provide for family members are behaving worse than unbelievers. That's what Paul said. Commentators are nearly unanimous in extending these principles to children and their elderly parents. What is unremarkable in some cultures is controversial in others, including our own. When children are young, God expects parents to provide for them. 
But according to Stott, when parents grow old and feeble, it is then that roles and responsibilities are reversed. Listen, nothing is permanent in life. We are taking care of our children now. At time, look, have you seen old, old, old people? When our children are starting, the way they are talking and the way to be fair, they need to work before my mother, my mother passed away. Thank God for her. <laughs> Do you know what it means to be feeding your children from babyhood to adulthood? And then when you grow, they are feeding you with spoon in your mouth and changing you. You are now wearing nappies. And a man has to change his mother. Do you know what that means? My point is, before they get there, let's make sure we make their lives as comfortable or more than they did for us. Let the past be in the past. Just do what you need to do. Because I am very mindful, I'll grow old very soon. Within 30 years, Pastor Daly was telling us, I said, we are believing for 120 years. He said, forget about that one. Just think about it. The next 30, that's when you can be significant. Up to 90, that's it. Once you are 90, that's it. So this is the time for us to do something before they say they are going to change our nappy. My grandmother used to say she has not eaten or she has not been fed when we had fed her. Then my mother too said, I have not been fed today. Nobody has given. I said, Grandma, the food is in front of you. Sir. You and I think we will never get there. Because we walk by faith. I wish there were certain things I did for my mama before she passed. But no need to regret. What I need to do is make sure I do it for my mother-in-law and the grandmothers I'm setting the foundation for. And the retired pastors in villages. You know of some retired pastors. Let me know. But we need to check them out to make sure they are correct. That they are really the real people. If you know a grandmother, you're sending money to your grandparents and things are a bit whatever. Speak to Mama and I. We'd like to contribute to send to your mother on her birthday at Christmas. Let's start with those two before you bring me bills every month. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. My point is, when, when they begin to declare blessings, oh, and it's, that's what helps us to live long on the earth and it be well with us. You will be, you, you, the Lord will bless you. May the Lord bless all mothers on this platform today and mothers to be in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless our grandmothers, the Loises and the Eunices, and the wives to be and the mothers to be and mothers at present. May you be blessed. May your going out and coming in be blessed. May the Lord reward you and give you backdated blessings in the name of Jesus. May your latter days be greater than your former in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May your children become greater than you. May you see it live in your day. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody said a big amen. If you are not born again, you are on the platform, we'd like to pray with you right now. Just pray this simple prayer with me and say, I acknowledge that Jesus, I acknowledge I am a sinner. I confess my sins to you. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me. 
in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.